This is Hospitality One-to-One, conversations on the industry. Here's your host, Chris Bettis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Hospitality One-to-One podcast, conversations on the industry. This week's a little different, no guests, just wanted to have a conversation with you directly. A couple of things, we're excited because we're about to embark in a new chapter for the podcast. As you know, the, the ending title is Conversations on the Industry. And when we think of conversations, we think of stories. And we want to focus on your story. So if you're a catering manager and you had a really unique event, if you're a sales manager and booked a unique group, general manager helped open or close a hotel, or anyone in between, if you have unique stories either you yourself have witnessed, stories you've been told, or stories that affected you as either a guest or an employee in the hospitality industry. We would love to hear them. If you could, reach out to me. My email address is chris at snellinghospitality.com. That's chris at snellinghospitality.com. Love to have you appear on the podcast and hear your story. Today, I also wanted to talk about Resume Wars. If you've not had a chance to take a look at it, I highly recommend it. It's on YouTube, and it is a game show. But it's a fun, lighthearted way for us to review resumes. I'm very grateful to be hosting the show, and I act as one of the judges as well. We have a team of us. There's HR and hiring managers who review two resumes an episode. The resumes are real. The data is real. But the names and locations have been changed to protect their identities. The names are changed to celebrities who the hiring, who the guests have chosen to act as their pseudonyms. Through each episode, the hiring managers or the HR team or the hiring experts who are judges review each of the resumes, providing pluses and minuses. And at the end, we crown the better of the two resumes. We crown a winner for that particular episode. As we move forward, we're going to begin to pit winner against winner, go through multiple rounds, and eventually we'll crown an ultimate Resume Wars champion. But with each episode, we also release a PDF file, a a document, that we both send to our uh, candidates, the people who actually appear on the game show, We also provide it up on our website so that way anyone can download it because this information is beneficial for anyone who has a resume. These are the pluses and minuses, the things you should do and things you should avoid on your resume. Thought I'd take a few moments and go over some of the common themes we're seeing. What are we seeing with each resume that are either good or bad? One to start off with some good. Data. Data is so important. When it comes to your work as a GM, what are your GSS scores like? What's your RevPAR like? When it comes to your work as a sales manager, are you hitting your goals? Have you exceeded your goals? Don't just say you've met or exceeded, provide numbers. When it comes to working as a chef or working as a restaurant manager, how many covers are you doing in a particular day? What is your average ticket or average check? These things are important for two reasons. One, this information is beneficial for a hiring manager because they now get the meat. They now see what you can do. At the same time, it's great for a recruiter because now we have 
some sizzle. We can sell your resume better to that hiring manager with actual numbers. It's one thing to say that they were a successful salesperson, but to be able to say they have exceeded their sales goals every quarter for the last three years by an average of 115%, that's a big deal and makes a huge difference. Along the same lines, making sure that you have a good mix, a healthy mix of tasks and accomplishments. So it's always beneficial to list what you do, obviously. But if we're being honest, most hiring managers know what a GM does. Overall, knows what a executive chef does, knows what a director of sales does. You get the idea. But what did you do to make that role yours? How did you make an impact? What awards did you win? Again, numbers tell the tale. It's a healthy mix of both not only tasks, but accomplishments. Now, on to some things to avoid. First of all, long resumes. We see this time and again. A resume that is five, six, seven pages long is simply too long. Hiring manager does not have time to review that much data. You want to keep your resume to one to two pages. Easier, of course, if you're new to the industry. If you're fresh out of college or you've not had a lot of experience, makes sense. A little more challenging if you are a more seasoned hospitality professional. So the way to get around this is try to keep your resume to 10 years or less. If the hiring manager wants to know more about your background prior to that, they'll ask. But on your resume, keep it to 10 years. Bullet points, you want to limit them, I'd say three to five bullet points per particular job. Again, a mix of accomplishments and tasks in the bullet points, it'll help keep things short and sweet. When it comes to your resume itself, don't shoot yourself in the foot. You can have the best data in the world. You can have the best formatting in the world. You can have three to five bullet points and only go back 10 years. If you have spelling errors or grammatical errors, simple typos on your resume, many hiring managers will knock you right there. Doesn't matter how good you are, doesn't matter if you are the best salesperson or GM in the world, your attention to detail will speak volumes for who you are. When it comes to an executive summary or objective, we see this all the time. And there's a healthy debate about whether or not this is a, a plus or a minus. And so we simply provide our own opinion on this. A executive summary or an objective whatever you wish to use, are beneficial for a couple of people. First, if you're new to the industry and having a hard time filling out the, your experience because frankly, you don't have a lot of it to begin with, again, it's beneficial. It helps add some meat to your resume and it helps show where you wanna go with your career. The same is true even if you're a seasoned professional and you're looking to change directions. If you're looking to pivot from one portion of the industry to another, if you're looking to go from sales into operations, for example, or F&B into sales, you may want to include an executive summary or an objective to specify why you're looking to make that transition. It's very, very, very helpful. Getting back to the data, for example, when it comes to your resume, making sure that you don't just list a select service hotel or a full service hotel. List brands, 
list hotel size, list number of rooms. This is super important because it'll help show your level of experience. What if the hiring manager is looking for a general manager who has experience in hotels that are big box and you worked at a hotel that's 535 rooms? If you specify that, you instantly take yourself to the top. And then when it comes to overall your resume, making sure the format is the same. So don't have check boxes and then smiley faces and different bullet points. Keep your resume the same throughout. Keep the font the same. Keep the format the same. Again, consistency is key. And then the last part to this is your resume, through all your work you're going to do, through everything you have on there, is your personal biography. It's your professional biography when it comes to what you do. It tells your story before you can. So what story is it telling? In other words, if you look at your resume and there's a gap, for example, if you had a medical issue or if you stayed home to raise a family or if you were downsized because your hotel changed management companies and you were out of work for a couple months between that time period, if you have a gap in your resume and don't specify, it may make perfect sense to you why you're not why you were not working, but the hiring manager does not know. And if they have to assume, they tend to assume the negative or they won't even take the time to assume and they'll just move on. So any lapses, any gaps in employment, make sure you specify why you were not working, making it as easy to read as possible. I hope these tips, and again, these are just a small smattering of the tips we provide. I hope they were helpful. Of course, you're welcome to go to snellinghospitality.com forward slash resume wars, and you can actually view all the past episodes, and you can also download these PDF documents. They're great takeaways that you can use personally to help make your resume the best it can be. If you have any other questions about your resume in particular, feel free to reach out to me. Again, my email is chris at snellinghospitality.com. I hope you have a great week, and I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Hospitality One-to-One Podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Hospitality One-to-One Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for more stories and conversations with the best in the hospitality industry.